to the Bible Workshop with Pastor Lee and Danita Body. Each week, we will take you on a journey into the Bible, exploring truth and faith. So stop wondering and start exploring with us. Have you ever been called upon to be a witness? If so, your purpose was to state what you know about a person, a place, or a situation. People listen to witnesses carefully examining the details they provide. If you have received the great gift of salvation through Christ Jesus our Lord, then you are called to live a lifetime as a witness for him. Welcome back and greetings to our first time listeners. I'm Danita Body. I'm here with my husband, Pastor Lee Body. Amen. I like how you said the last part that, that we are called to do that. Because we proclaim the one we know. Yes. That's what God wants us to do. Proclaim the one you know. If you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and he has done, he has saved you, you realize that and what he's doing for you, you proclaim the one you know. That's right. I like that. Amen. So we're going to talk today. We're going to workshop 1 John chapter 1. 1 John chapter 1. And we're just going to do verses 1 through 4, right? Yes. Because you know why? It's so much in these four verses. Yeah, you, so much in these four, four verses. little verses, but we're, yes. we're we have a lot to talk about. The start of a letter, powerful, powerful. You're gonna read it for us. What version are you gonna read? So I'll read from the New International Version, the NIV. Remember, not the Gospel of John. Don't turn your Bibles to right. that and say, "Wait a minute, what is she reading?" First John. That's right. One. That's right. <laughs> Got to go toward the back of the Bible. Amen. Amen. All right, here we go. First John chapter 1, verse 1, the word of the Lord. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared. We have seen it and testify to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. Verse 3. We proclaim to you that we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. Amen. 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 May the Lord add it blessing to the reading and the study of his word. Amen. Amen. Now, just to give some context uh, about this letter, since we're at the beginning of the letter. Uh, anyway, um, John was writing to um, this church, these uh, believers, because they had a problem, which is most often the case in the New Testament epistles, um, addressing addressing some false teachers and teaching that has that had um, invaded the church, right? Um, that's important to know because then you'll understand how he started and why he started this way. Now, one of the um, one of the uh, false uh, teaching that was that was pervasive during this time. Actually, I'm gonna mention two. One is called antinomianism. Antinomianism. Okay, you're getting theological right? here. Let's Anti <laughs> meaning. Against, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm, um, what am I anti? I'm anti, 
a lot of fruit. <laughs> no, you are, anti, but you shouldn't be. <laughs> I'm anti a lot of things. I'm anti seafood. How's that? Okay. Against. I don't eat seafood. And then nomos meaning law. So against the law. So basically they were saying man cannot be held accountable to any moral law. That's one thing he was writing against. Okay. The other one is perfectionism. And that's kind of self-explanatory, right? Yeah. Uh, they, they, but they really taught that sin can be eradicated like surgery, having cancer. Uh, you can have it taken out. And both of these and other things, but, but he really honed in on this later. Those two things, he was talking about how false teachers was kind of leading the people astray. Now, that's important because he didn't just go back at them, like, and which he could have, with, with other um, um, biblical expert testimony. He came at them as a witness. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, because we, we, we are called to be what? Witnesses. Witnesses. Not experts. Experts. That's right. And, that's, yeah. and you know, if yeah, you go yeah. back to, to Acts chapter 1, verse 9, 8, chapter 1, verse 8. Remember, the power of the Holy Spirit came upon us, mm-hmm. the gift of the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Jesus told his disciples to go and be a witness. Right. Um, tell them what you've seen, heard. All of that. Because they walked with him, right? While he was on earth. That makes sense? Yes. He didn't say go and drop theological buckets on their heads. Yeah. No, I think that's really important because I think a lot of people, um, when you say go be a witness, mm-hmm. they're they're inhibited in doing that because they feel like I don't know enough. Like I don't know the entire Bible and someone may ask me something that I don't know. Okay. I like and that. so you, which would imply that you have to have some sort of expertise in order to witness. I like that. But you don't. I like that. Right. <laughs> can, I, can I give you the other one? Here's the other one. What? That they learn a little bit, and then they go dump that yeah. with the, that knowledge on them, and they come across like tenured professors. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, to, to someone to someone who don't know Jesus. That's the other problem. Who has no clue about the Bible and what it means and all of that. Yeah, and they go and they're like a tenured <laughs> professor. Let me tell you about. And the person is sitting there like. like what? I have no deer eyed and <laughs> trying to figure out how to escape. I don't know what like you're I just want to get about. away. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, and, that, and that's a problem, really. And, yeah. and you know, again, we like knowledge. When you learn more about the Bible, you're excited about it. You yeah. know, the people mean well when they do that. You know, you learn something, you want to share it with people. But as a if you're sharing it with a non-believer yeah. about who Jesus is, you might want to start being a witness and not an expert. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. So uh, we we brought both sides to this. And again, you, and here's the difference. You could be well-meaning. Because we have, so, okay, I think these verses sort of explain the difference, but but we can just say it out loud, right? Mm-hmm. The difference is you're, you're te- like the intro, right? Yeah. You're just telling what you know, telling what you saw, telling what you've witnessed, telling how, so in our case, we weren't able to walk with Jesus when he was on this earth, but he's very much present in our lives today. And so you talk about how he's present in your life today. That's right. And, and like, yeah, like you said earlier, we proclaim who we know. Because um, here's why. People listen to authentic witnesses over detached ideas. Mm-hmm. They can't relate yeah. to detached ideas. But if you just, just tell people what he has done for you. How about that? So John started this, right? Yeah. In First John chapter 1, 1 through 4. It's the prologue, right? Uh, telling us that throughout the rest of the book, John said, I will proclaim uh, to all of you and to us, right, 
what he has observed about Jesus, and he called him the word of life, right? That's how he started. He said, what was from the beginning, right? Who was from the beginning? Jesus. Right. He didn't just show up on the scene when he born the Virgin Mary, right? Right. He was in the beginning because he's God, right? Then he said, isn't it interesting? Just think about that. If you were writing a letter to someone or whatever, they would listen if you started it like this. Hey, let me tell y'all. Okay, y'all know. Uh, okay, I'm on vacation. But when you start getting to the specifics of your vacation and stuff, they're like, oh, gosh, she's having a ball. <laughs> you know, they want to listen when you start talking about what you're actually doing mm-hmm. or what you've actually seen. He said, um, from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, mm-hmm. and what we beheld, and our hands handled, right? But he said, that's how he started the letter. So he didn't come off as an expert, and he could have. Right? He could have used some fancy theological words um, to the people, but that's not how he started this. Uh, Because why? They could identify now with what he's about to say. He's saying, I am a witness. Right? Now, I like how your introduction, you said, um, we like witnesses. Um, We like authentic witnesses. Ones who, I mean, uh, the police all the time, a prosecuting attorney all the time, they run to the person who was there, Right? who saw the accident or or the crime, right? Because they can give them insight because they weren't there. Does that make sense? Right. Am I making sense? Yeah. So why would John start out talking about hearing, seeing, and touching? It related to the false teaching uh, that had his readers, uh, uh, you know, in a tizzy. Um, that uh, A community, by the way, that's struggling to believe, Right who kind of off kilter a little bit about what they believe and, mm-hmm. and, and what the gospel says, right? They're struggling to believe. One of the things they were struggling to believe is that Jesus is a real human being. He was a real human being. Now, is that a problem today? Have yeah, you heard someone absolutely. say it today? Absolutely. Um, and, and they say, um, Jesus was not a man. That's a big problem. He was not God. He was a man. A so problem. he's telling them, you know, the, at this point in time, Right. In history, Jesus has lived and mm-hmm. walked the earth. So it's like this isn't something just being made up. There's eyewitness it's testimony. We, right. We've we have heard. We've seen with our eyes. Right. John saw. We've looked at our hands have mm-hmm. touched and all of that concerning the word of life. Yeah. So he's, so like you're saying, contrary to what you're being told, you, you know. You got eyewitnesses, absolutely, right? Absolutely, and and uh, don't you love that about the gospel? Yeah, you're you're not just um, blindly going into this. No, right? This isn't just like it's not it's not just hearsay. No, it's not it's not rumor. No, 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 no. Right? People were there. Yeah, it's not gossip. No, the (laughs) the disciples walk with him. So this is an important letter from John because he's like, hey, 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 guys, look, he, he, he's real. Like mm-hmm. he, he's been seen and touched and heard. He's not just a figment of everyone's imagination. That's right. Oh, so they were thinking. Uh, like some of these other gods, that pagan gods that would have been, they would have exactly. been told about. He's like, no, this exactly. one was real. He walked with you, <laughs> and, on, walked with us on this earth. And we have eyewitnesses, yeah. not just the disciples. Yeah. It's a whole lot of people who live back then who watched this, who witnessed this. But here's the thing. Here's the catch, right? So they're like in our lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. But he's saying from the beginning. That's right. 
So so it would be a little like, wait, but he was in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but he's now, Mm -hmm. or at least he's been on this earth in our lifetime, maybe not at this entire point in time, Um, but right. No, I like that because. They they've got a they've got to process that. But, yeah. But John, you're saying he's from the beginning, mm-hmm. but and it's good because uh, uh, you're leading right into what I was going to say that they were thinking that like the false teacher was saying his body is not a normal body mm-hmm. or that he was an angel, mm-hmm. not a man. Uh, his physical body was an illusion, right? Yeah. Speaking exactly to what you're saying, um, some erroneous speculations about who he is. Um, yeah. So and this is why he he's starting out being real, saying no. I was there. Yeah. I know what I know what I know, which is powerful, right? Amen. Um, he said, yeah, personal experiences with the word of life. Because, um, again, people listen to authentic witnesses over detached ideas. I can't say that enough. Yeah. Um, so he said, first had experience. Now, word of life, that could be a title or a message about life, about Jesus' life. The word so of life. in my Bible, word mm-hmm. is capitalized. Uh-huh. It probably is in all of your Bibles if Mine you're reading well. along with us, Mine right? Well. Mm-hmm. It's capitalized. Yep. So it's a the proper word, name. <laughs> the logos. The you know he's the yeah. real deal. It's not small w, just no. word like letters on a page. That's it right. Is the word. Mm-hmm. Amen. Who is a person? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> which is key, right? Because remember, all these titles for 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 Jesus' name, different names, and God's different names, they all speak to his character of who he really is. Uh, so it's important for everyone to know that. But in the end, it's funny, too, because some Bibles, it's not capitalized. And they do that for a reason. They capitalize it for a reason. Yeah. And I like that. Mine's capitalized It's a proper well. name. <laughs> yeah. Mine's capitalized. He my is Bible, the word. Word and life is capitalized in my Bible. The word yeah. of life. Yes. And I like that. So he's starting out with this, because remember, we're talking about being witness, being a witness. Again, Jesus told us to be a witness. I, t- I told his disciples, yeah, I tell everybody, be a witness. Of my saving grace. That's part of the great commission too, as well, right? Mm-hmm. And in the end of the gospel of Matthew. So, um, and again, and what my wife and I are saying right now today, according to this passage in the Bible is, you don't have to be an expert, right? You don't have to think, you know, you got to know a whole lot before you start um, spreading the gospel. You agree with that? Yes. Okay. All right. So verse, verse one was what was from the beginning. So we get that right mm-hmm. from the beginning. Um, of, of, of record for them and really for time. What we've heard, what we've seen with our eyes, what we've looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life. So Amen. he's saying concerning Jesus, right? Okay, so verse two. And the life was manifested and we have seen and testify and proclaim to you the eternal life, mm-hmm. which was with the Father and was manifested to us. Okay, hold on. I'll ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You know, I always ask you questions. Um, <laughs> before we start jumping into verses, <laughs> people are skeptical about everything these days, right? Do you agree with that? I think there's a healthy amount of skepticism that people should have because there's a lot yes. out here. There's uh-huh. a lot out here. Oh, yes. yes you yes. know, and I think to get to if, the if truth, you don't yeah. test what's out there, <laughs> you know, you could be lost. But I think there comes a point where you have the information you need. Yes. Right. To make a. Uh, good mm-hmm. and conscious decision well, for Christ. Let me ask you this another way. Oh, and it's kind of the same question. Um, people are conditioned to doubt everything or anything. Yes. I, I say it like this. People are conditioned to doubt anything that tries to explain everything. Um, so they're conditioned to doubt, you know, the Bible as being authentic. People do that. 
Mm-hmm. And and I always tell people this, God is not upset with that. No. He just wants you to continue to probe because you're going to run into the truth because he is the truth. And the Bible is the word of God. It is the only truth we're ever going to know. Yeah. So uh, that can be okay. I always tell our kids, God is not afraid of your questions. He's not there afraid of your doubts. Amen. Just do the work to find the answers you need. There it is. I like that. <laughs> and it starts with prayer. Because <laughs> you're going to believe something. Right. You know, I always say that. You're going to end up believing something. That's right. Uh, even though people tell me, I don't believe you. You believe something. Uh, or, or you wouldn't act the way you act or do what you do or make the decisions you make. So he said, and the life was manifested. And we have seen. And manifested meaning, meaning it was made real. I mean, and who is he talking right? about? It was made like. It was made physical. It That's right. Was here. It's really, this is talking about the incarnation of Jesus Thank Christ, you. right? His coming, God coming to earth in the form of a man, being Amen. birthed as a human, taking on the form of man. That is the manifestation he's talking about. <laughs> Amen. And, and again, he's blowing against these, blowing, going up against, blowing away these false uh, teachings that's going on. Um, and he's talking about this eternal life. Right. So in his manifestation, we saw... Because he, he took on a physical form. That's right. right. We testify and proclaim to you that his life, this eternal life, which was with the Father in heaven, right? Okay. Became visible to us. Okay. Okay. So I got a question with you. Is Jesus equal with God, the Father? He is. How about the Holy Spirit? Yes. Now, how would you explain that? Because they're that, all God. Yeah, because that could be confusing, <laughs> right? So we serve one God. We serve one God. We're not God. three. No. One God. Three persons. Three eternally distinct persons, right? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one God. Yes. <laughs> that, that has to be made clear. It had to be made clear to them. It has to be made clear today, right? We don't serve three gods as Christians. Equal, essential, eternal. <sighs> yes. Right? Yes. And they all have a purpose. Yes. Right? Um, you got to get that part, right? Because we come to unconfused the confused. You have to get that. Jesus is co-equal, co-eternal. With God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right? And he's saying we proclaim this, right? Um, that people may have what? What did he say? Fellowship with us. He, he said, I bear witness, verse two, right? That life was manifested, you explain. And we have seen and bear witness. He's a witness, right? And proclaim to you eternal life. Eternal verse life, three. Verse right? three, yep. No, even before three. Which was the Father and was manifested to us. Again, going back to our eyewitness thing you explained, right? Okay, hit me with verse three. What we have seen and heard, yeah, we proclaim to you also, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that you too may have fellowship with us. Okay. So what we saw and heard, everything verse one and two states, we proclaim, we are witnesses to you. Mm-hmm. We are witnesses to you. Why? So that you can have fellowship with us. So you can join us. Okay, and this you know, is important. You know how the army, they put out, you know, ads. They want you to join the army. This That's is right. join the army of Christ. That's right. <laughs> okay. That's right. And, and you know what's funny about that? Because if you move, if we were to go forward to chapter two, this is a short letter. We always, my wife and I always invite everyone to read on whenever we uh, introduce a book and we um, uh, workshop a book. We always want you to continue reading. In chapter two, starting in verse 12 through 14, um, they were already believers. He was not referring to the fellowship with other Christians that begin at salvation. Right. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to believers. It's 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 the false teachers who are trying to come in and lead them astray, right? So he's talking about, hey, <laughs> what you just explained, this ongoing fellowship of people, right? They need to be sure of who Jesus was 
and their salvation. If they doubted their salvation, their fellowship with the Father and Son would be limited. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It yes. will be it will be so limited. Well, because it says, so you may have fellowship with us, but that it doesn't stop there. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Right. So just to make it clear who we are. And, and it's really important that they make it clear. It's still really important today. Yes. But with all of the other ideologies floating around, it was very important that they make it clear <laughs> who they're serving. <laughs> it's cl- It's really important that we today make it clear who we are serving. I'll give you an example. A lot of people say God, mm-hmm. right? Yes. God. I believe in God. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get a little more specific. Yeah, because that's generic. Well, which God? That's you know, generic. or people who think that, well, God, you can attach any name as long as it means God to you, then we're all talking about the same God. You know, yes. you can call your God whatever, and I call my God this. And in the end, though, we're all serving the same God. That's not true. Amen. That's not true. Amen. You have to say the name. Well, Who's your God? Let's get more specific. So right. our God, the one that we do this Bible workshop for, is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? Jesus. The great I am. Yeah. Yes. And all of the parts of the Godhead that, you know. Are, that make up that this are, one God. Make up this one God. That's who we're talking about. And that's what John is doing. He's being specific. You want to have fellow. We want you to have fellowship with us, but just know that our fellowship, this is where it goes. That's right. <laughs> it goes to be- the father and his son. Yeah. Because again, God, just saying God is too generic these days. Yeah. Um, um, I always say this. What do you do with Jesus? Yeah. And Jesus said it. Remember he said it to his disciples. Who do you say I am? Who do they say I am? Because that's the key to everything we're talking about. Exactly. So <laughs> so when we talk about being a witness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have to be, we're talking about being a witness <laughs> of Jesus Christ that's as right. God. That's right. Our Savior. Jesus Christ, Savior, Lord, Redeemer, King of Kings, Master, Amen. right? Uh, uh, son of God, uh, keep going. Son of Man. Advocate. There's so I'm many titles. Yeah. But we have to be really specific so that there's no confusion. Is Jesus the Son of God? That answer should be yes. And and the reason that's really important to state is because he's the great divider. That's right. And right? Because again, you said it. I don't even need to repeat it. If you stay with generic God, we can be we could be hanging out talking about Yes. <laughs> Two different gods, right? A small G God and then a one and only God, the Son Jesus Christ. That's why I always start with Jesus. Start with, start with Jesus Christ. Who do you say that I am? You know, that's the question. If you don't say Jesus is the Son of God, you're not talking about the God that I serve, right? That's right. Um, so Christian and Christian fellowship is rooted in fellowship with the Father and with the Son Jesus Christ, right? Yep. Um, so why did he need to explain this to them and us? Again, I can't reiterate this enough because the false teachers are called into question the salvation of the readers. So John was, in a sense, reaffirming their faith. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so here we go. Did we finish verse three? Yes. So, so important. So here Gosh, we go. So important. Verse four. He said, and these things we write so that our joy may be made complete. Now, so that. It? What are we talking about? Our joy and your joy. <laughs> So that our joy may be made. Because if we're yoked up together in this, it will be made complete, right? Yes. He's linking his own joy with the spiritual welfare of his readers. Yes. And he's saying, if these are uh, if these are on the same page, it'll be complete. So he yeah, because re- then it suggests that otherwise, it's whatever joy you have, it's not complete <laughs> if it's not in Christ Jesus. That's right. Right. He, he has to reaffirm these truths, right? Yeah. Um. Um. 
He was so concerned about their welfare that he could not, uh, they couldn't experience this joy if we're not on the same page of what this is all about, right? It's about Jesus Christ and, and who he is. And we have to be on the same page because then we can have awesome fellowship, right? Right. Um, and he wants that. He mentioned that. He desired that um, for all of them. And that's the key. Four verses of scripture set the tone in this whole letter, this whole letter, because Later on, he talks about Christ is our advocate, like a lawyer. God is light. Uh, uh, he said, do not love the world. Testing the spirits. God is love. All of this comes from these first four verses of what we're trying to accomplish. That's right. Which is so important. And again, I like the way he came at him. Not as an expert, but as a witness. Absolutely. As, as a, a witness. witness. As a witness. Because people can identify with your frailties. Right. And and if you're wondering why, again, you know, I mean, the the emphasis on Jesus as a Christian is because there's there's no other way That's right. to eternal life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Right? John 14. There's no other way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like we're all sinners and we all would otherwise be condemned in our sin. There's Amen. no way to eternal life except through Jesus Christ. Amen. Because that he is who God sent on our behalf. That's right. So that's why John's like, this is really important. It's a big deal. We've got to parse this out. You guys have to make sure, you know, you have your focus on the right thing and you understand the word of life. Amen. <laughs> life. And we can't be confused, can't be deceived about this, right? Amen. Uh, and you want to make it clear, practical. This is what, and you know, again, the heavy emphasis on this, and it should be today. Because, you know, sometimes, today, sometimes I feel like it's not when it absolutely has to be, especially in, like you said, these days, people believe anything. They don't believe their lying eyes for crying out loud. Right. Um, so we got to do that. But how do we do that? Not necessarily by being an expert. Now, are we saying don't grow in the fear and admonition of the Lord? Don't learn more? We are totally not saying that. No. But, no. but to, to share the gospel with others. You want to start meeting them where they are, what God has done for you, mm-hmm. not not throwing big theological words or concepts or ideas at them about the Bible because they won't be able to understand it. No. Just be a witness. Let me tell you what Jesus did for me, how he saved the wretch name, Lee. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So I think our, our total c- closing remark here would just be Jesus didn't say we would be experts, right. but he did say we would be witnesses of his saving grace. Amen. Amen. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this workshop. Hope you got something out of it. Please go back and read the passage. And tell somebody about Jesus, right? Tell someone. Live it out. We look forward to meeting you back here next week. God bless. Thank you for joining us on the Bible Workshop. Now take what we've studied and apply it. We'll see you again next week.